it is Wednesday, December 28th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast, so let's talk. Uh, since the last podcast, which has been almost a month now, a lot has happened, and I'm going to go through a couple of things, but first I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday, a wonderful Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. I hope you enjoyed it. I am currently on vacation uh, for another week, so I've been off since last Wednesday, so today makes a week I've had off. Uh, It has been a very relaxing week, uh, and I'm hoping this next week is the same. Um, It's much needed time off. Spent the holidays with my family, my parents, my brother, and my aunt, and just really low-key, uh, spending quality time with the family, which is one of my favorite things to do. Uh, also, today, I had lunch with a, a very good friend of mine. Um, this is someone I don't see that often, I don't talk to that often, but whenever we both have off, we try to get together and meet for lunch, and she is without a doubt one of my absolute favorite people, Tracy, uh, just one of my favorite people. She is such a genuine, sweet soul. Um, I love her to death. She's she's been a good friend for years. Um, So it's always good to spend some time with her and just kind of catch up on her family and kids and everything. Um, Today was a little bittersweet because the last time I had lunch with her was in before last, no, it was last year, um, and the day we had lunch, an hour later, I found out my uncle was, had passed away, uh, and that was the uncle I talked about a lot, that I was close to, that passed away suddenly, so, you know, seeing her kind of brought that memory back, but, uh, of course it wasn't her fault, but it just brings back the the shock of finding out my uncle had passed away, but she is such a just genuinely sweet person, and she brought me a candle as a Christmas gift, and it smells amazing, and I'm just very appreciative of her and her friendship, Uh, so I hope everyone has uh, had a wonderful holiday season, I hope you continue to have a wonderful holiday, and I hope you have an absolutely amazing new year. Just be safe. Okay, let's get into it. So, um, during the last podcast, I think it was right before the Georgia runoff race with Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock. Uh, Herschel Walker, he did lose his bid for uh, the House, and it was a slim margin, but he did lose, and he has not been heard from since. But the fact that it was even that close, that he even went to a runoff, and that this particular runoff was so close, is very disturbing. Um, once again, when you look at the ratio of people who um, who voted, and once again, black women saved democracy. They did. Um, it's getting very old having black people or minorities having to turn out in record numbers.
time and time again, especially in Georgia. They've done this, I think, five times in the past couple of years. Uh, that their turnout has been overwhelming and they were able to save democracy in a sense. Uh, even though Brian Kemp, the governor, uh, made a lot of changes, uh, implemented a lot of election laws, uh, prohibiting, or not necessarily prohibiting, but making it harder for minorities to vote in Georgia, they persisted and uh, helped save democracy. And even in Brian Kemp's debate uh, in the midterms, I heard him say that, you know, the laws that he passed couldn't have been a hindrance because of the fact that record number turnouts in minority communities to vote. And Stacey Abrams brought the fact that they did that in spite of his uh, numerous voting suppression laws. But anyway, uh, Herschel Walker is gone. We don't have to worry about that nonsense, at least for now. But I'm sure they'll put forth another ridiculous candidate somewhere else, uh, like the dude, I think, in New York, maybe? No, I don't think he's in New York. Uh, maybe he is in New York, but one of the Republicans that just got elected, come to find out his entire resume is falsified. So I'm not sure what they're going to do about that. Uh, the places he said he worked at before, um, his college degrees, everything is fake. They were lies, uh, which is kind of typical coming from them. But uh, I'm interested to see, well, they're not going to exclude him because they need that vote. Uh, but it's a bad look for the Republicans, but what else is good for them? And also, I blame Democrats for not doing proper opposition research. This should have came out before the election. vetting from the Democrats too and they failed to do that so I blame them uh, mostly uh, I don't put anything past Republicans or conservatives so the fact that this dude's entire resume is a lie does not surprise me and the fact that they're not going to uh, kick him out doesn't surprise me either uh, also we got a result in the Katie Hobbs and uh, Carrie Lake kissing, Trump ass kissing, uh, she's saying that it was rigged and she really won and took it to court, the court dismissed it because she didn't provide any proof of course, uh, but she's not going to go away either, she's a sore loser, just like the rest of them, uh, so enough with the election stuff, then uh, during that time Trump came out with this major announcement and everyone was wondering if he was going to name his running mate for 2024 and uh, or that he was going to run for the Speaker of the House. And come to find out, his big announcement was NFT Trump trading cards for $99. And they sold out. And he gained over $4 million from his idiot supporters uh, for a Trump trading card, which 
come to find out that images were stolen. They were uh, copywritten images that someone just pasted his face on. So he's probably going to be sued for copyright infringement on those pictures and NFTs. But it's just another way for him to find a stream of revenue because he knows there are a bunch of idiots out there that will fall for it. And if they do, I could care less. I mean, I hope he takes all of that money. I mean, that stupid forgiveness to him. Um, and then a few weeks ago, uh, I just want to point out the difference between how the left and the right responds to tragedy. Um, a couple of weeks ago, well, probably about a month or so ago, Ted Cruz's daughter harmed herself and had to be sent to the hospital. Uh, and the way the left handled it was they sent very heartfelt uh, messages in support of her and encouragement and prayers to her that she and the family that she gets better and gets the help she needs. Um, on the opposite side of that, when Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, was brutally attacked uh, with a hammer and received a fractured skull, the right made fun of him and started to spread rumors that uh, it wasn't a Trump supporter, it was his scorned lover, his gay lover that did it. Um, so it's just a prime example of how the parties handle tragedies uh, with someone on the other side. And again, this is not a surprise that that's the way they chose to handle it, but um, the left seems to always have compassion and the right doesn't. And again, it's not all the right, but a good majority. Um, and also, Whitney Griner has been released and she's home um, here in Texas with her wife. She was released from a prison in Russia and uh, the Biden administration made a trade with uh, one of, I think he, I don't remember exactly who he was or he was a bad man though that they released in exchange for Whitney Griner. Extremely upset that there's a Marine being held in a Russian prison as well uh, that was not released. And they were so upset that they let the basketball player come home and not the Marine. And this was the worst trade ever in history. But what they don't tell their base is that this Marine that's being held, um, he's suspected of spying. Russia suspects him of being a foreign agent and a spy. So there was no way they were going to trade him, release him. Uh, he did serve in the Marine Corps here, but he was dishonorably discharged. He's actually a Canadian citizen, and actually they say he has four different passports for four different countries. Uh, and that's part of the reason why they suspected him of being a spy. Um, and there was no way suspected him of being a spy, they would let him go. And Brittany Bonner just had some cash oil or something like that on her. Um, the fact that an American was released and he got them home, that wasn't good enough. They just needed something else to bitch about. 
that was a Marine early in the year that he got released as well. They never said anything about it. Um, once again, hypocrisy at its finest. Um, that's just how it works uh, with these people. Uh, then, Ted Cruz, I was just forget Ted Cruz. Uh, Deion Sanders has accepted a position, the head coaching job at Colorado University, and he's leaving Jackson State.
self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head in a motel room. Um, you know, people talk about mental illness, and apparently he did leave a note, but I'm not exactly sure what the note said, um, and I'm not going to speculate, but um, just sad, you know, people that deal with mental health. So one thing I did want to do is say if you are dealing with mental health issues, situation uh, and I said prayers to his wife and kids and everyone that knew him because it just seemed to come out of nowhere and like I said just the day before I was watching one of his TikTok videos because I did follow him and him and his wife they always seemed happy dancing with the kids uh, so just a very unfortunate situation platforms because for a long time they have been silenced um, you know social media period is very fickle and with a lot of black creators especially on like TikTok because I'm TikTok and Facebook are the only two things that I have um, but with TikTok specifically I've seen where black creators like create dances or trends or something like that they don't get credit for but a non-minority can mimic everything that they do and they get millions of views and once you start getting that many views um, you can monetize that but the original creators are not benefiting from it at all so what they decided to do um, was kind of band together and grow their own platforms
BET was created because the majority of these uh, networks did not have a lot of black people on their networks. So we had to create our own. And to throw that in our face, like we created something exclusively for us and that no one else was allowed is ridiculous. But I appreciate the black women and what they're doing and trying to grow their content so they can start monetizing. Um, you know, for instance, a couple of years ago, there was this viral TikTok dance challenge going on that was created by a black girl. And a white girl stole it. She started doing it. She got the credit. And she was actually on the Jimmy Fallon show doing this dance as if it was hers. She never uh, acknowledged that she stole this from somebody else. And when people let the Jimmy Fallon show know, he immediately, to his credit, brought on the original creator, gave her all the credit, um, because I think that was the right thing to do. And when we look at social media and TikTok specifically for me, um, there are a lot of creative people on there. There are a lot of people I watch, uh, I enjoy their content because it's something different. But you have people that basically mimic what somebody else is doing just so they can try to get the same following. And they will tell you as if they're doing an imitation of somebody else. There's a creator by the name of think of his name, but uh, he does food reviews, and uh, he's definitely become more popular over the past few months, and somebody else, his name is Keekly, Keekly does food reviews, very nice, seems like a very nice young man too, but another creator said this is my impression of Keekly, and he does the exact same thing. Lazy to me. If you're gonna film something, try to make it original because you're just stealing other people's content. It doesn't take any thought to steal somebody else's content. But you know, it's social media itself is just ridiculous. Um, I enjoy watching some of the TikToks. They're funny, uh, educational, but it can be very toxic too. That's why I've never posted a video and probably never will. Uh, I can't personally understand why people will intentionally go on these platforms just to say negative things. You, know, you have to be exaggerating yourself to go on someone else's platform that you don't have to watch just to comment negative things, tell them that they're overweight, that they're ugly, that they should kill themselves. Man, it's just crazy people that would do that. It, it says more about the person doing it than the person that's making the content that they're watching. There are a lot of things that uh, I don't like. I just keep scrolling and if somebody continues to pop up on my page, I'll just uh, block them so I don't even see their content at all. But not once have I ever made a negative comment on someone's because I can just choose not to watch it and that's what I do. So I think going into next year, um, one of my prayers is that people, um, hopefully they get better.
better, but I doubt that happens, is that people are strong enough to deal with the negativity because it's going to come. really good and it follows four uh, college roommates who they're freshmen at Essex College and it's just kind of about their first year in college uh, they don't know each other so going into it uh, learning each other's personalities um, how they get along the different relationships they've had throughout the year I thought it was very good uh, there were two seasons and season three comes out I think early next year so I'm actually simply decline and that's what I'm going to live by going into 2023 uh, that's it for now I will definitely uh, record another podcast before I go back to work so probably after New Year's but until then 
God bless. Be safe. Happy New Year. Hope you have a nice holiday. Until then, peace. Thank you.